0: This is Christian Rubino, also known as Chantai, starting up the Polarized podcast. Uh, it's been a, almost a year since I'm, I've, I've been here, but I'm happy to be back. So for those of you first-time listeners, uh, Polarize, it's a podcast created by two gentlemen. I'll be introducing them in a moment. Um, focused on polarizing movies, polarizing in a sense of critics versus the moviegoers. Uh, We use a lot of Rotten Tomatoes uh, information. So, whenever um, movies come out, sometimes critics love them, but sometimes the audience hates them. And sometimes, and then it's vice versa. Audience love it and critics hate it. And we're here to chime in and talk about these movies because movie lovers we are. Uh, To the first person I'm going to be introducing. His name is Stables, a uh, Brandon Stables, a uh, Bang Bang Brandon. Can you introduce yourself, sir?
1: Oh,
2: wow, 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 wowie, wow! Thank you, Christian. Oh, what a delight, man! It's yeah. Me and James have been doing this for a minute, and to get introduced and yeah, just for us to get introduced, it really it yeah, it's such a wonderful experience. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm. I'm hopefully listening How do you to feel? stay tuned. Because yeah, I, I, it, it how felt you, great. I, I just didn't want to scare any scare anyone thinking who's that? Who the heck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> where, where
2: are... but, you, but you know what, Christian? That's what this month's all about, baby. It's about spooky, <laughs> scary stuff. If spooky, you if you're stuff. if you're scaring them, you're doing it right. Perfect. That's what Spooktober is all about, baby.
0: Yeah, Spooktober, and to, to kick off more Spooktober, I want to introduce <laughs> Mister Jame, James James Steffer. James Lindsay James
3: hello hello uh, Well, welcome to Christian taking over the podcast I love I'm so happy right now this is like this Christian is like a dream over dream come true because I sometimes on this podcast am referred to as the forever guest <laughs> I never have felt more like a guest than right now because I feel like I'm the belle of the ball getting introduced last I'm the closer, you know, it's just how I'm looking at it. And I appreciate the, the buildup to finally get to the James show. No, I, I take that back. It's the, it's the Christian show. And, and I, and I'm <laughs> glad that, uh, dude, that was, that was, I think you're a pro. I think you're a natural. I think yeah. it's been a sin that you haven't come back sooner. And I think it's possible that Brandini has just frozen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's out. Oh, you he might out. be back.
0: oh Oh, he's coming back he's on the phone Whoa, he's on his phone i'm on my phone my computer
2: i don't know what's going on but i i can't miss this i can't miss this christian intro episode this is
3: amazing you you jumped immediately on your phone that was quick
2: yeah i wanted to get right back on there i don't know what (laughs) the deal is but yeah i don't i want i want in on this and i don't want to yeah this is like the
3: most unorthodox introduction to the podcast that we've had but yet i feel like it's working
2: really well yeah. i think so too i, I think, think it's working it's, really I, well
0: I, yeah i think it's it's uh it's thrilling
3: yeah we're, i'm we're on
0: the edge having, of my seat we're <laughs> having technical difficulties in san diego um and uh, that's a really big topic of tonight we're having a lot of <laughs> issues in san diego yeah uh, switching over to our movie paranormal activity wait a minute christian original.
3: what day is it i think Today it's october it's october 6th day. oh my god that's the same day in 2006 that this also occurred in a little town called San Diego. Yes. I think this must and be the curse yes. returning.
0: October 6th. Um, yes. We're going to be talking more about the, the movie at hand, but October 6th could have went a lot differently if things in the movie went according to plan. But I think mm-hmm. we'll we'll see that. Not a lot of things go according to plan in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah.
3: that's a big and the, theme in the, the movie. The gods slash demons slash ghosts do not fucking like technology. <laughs> no. And, you know, they don't like, what's her name? K- Katie, is that her name? Katie. For what Katie. reason? I'm not sure either. But they don't it like technology me. and they fucking hate Katie. And, my, and Mika can, can suck it
2: yeah I, that's the thing it. about demons yeah
3: yeah they they just Man. like that's they the pick thing. their targets
2: right and then they are just
0: stick with them the rest of their life until i guess they get them yeah and and they're not cool about it at all and no time. they're not cool about it it
3: was kind of cool <laughs> the, <laughs> demon? the ouija board thing was kind of sick
0: oh the <laughs> ouija board scene was sick <laughs> the, i, like I broke
3: that glass of mika he's like fuck you mika I was like, "Yeah, fuck the you, me." Okay, not burning. that, not to that extent. He didn't deserve what 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 happened to him. But you're right; it no. was like uncool in that sort of way. But it was also like kind of like fucking metal.
0: It was, and you know, it's weird. This wasn't. This didn't come out uh, before the Blair Witch Project. It was after the Blair
3: after. Witch Project. Very <laughs> much after, yeah.
0: But it really took that whole like genre of mm-hmm. live video found footage found footage and they really took it to a whole nother step mm-hmm. because in that genre it was a lot of like shaky filming and mm-hmm. then going through you know whatever adventures that people go through but this one was just sit and watch and that's yeah. that was really like a it created its own genre in the horror horror industry
1: mm-hmm.
3: That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, this has so many, uh, like flavors of Blair, Witch, but it's just like the next step towards Mm -hmm. like a different version of it. But yeah, I guess that was something that I was trying to wrestle with the whole time is like, how well does this age? Is it just a knockoff? Like, is it doing enough original stuff like to warrant it being like its own thing? I mean it spawns a lot of other movies like it the same way that Blair Witch spawned bar- paranormal activity but I was just trying to I was trying to question like how well yeah everything like aged I guess because there's other movies that came out the same time around the same time was uh Cloverfield did you ever see that one
0: I did see Cloverfield mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed Cloverfield You like Cloverfield um I I enjoyed it it definitely was hard to watch in a sense of like the shakiness of it mm-hmm but I, I like the idea of Cloverfield mm-hmm. and I thought that if they did a little bit of more of a better job, it would have had more or a sequel or they would have continued it.
3: Well, they did. They have two other movies that aren't really like sequels, but they're like yeah. outside. They're like in the universe, but they're like <laughs> they're in the parallel. yeah, I really like 10 Cloverfield Lane. I thought that one was really great, but it's a completely different kind of movie. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. And yeah. I never saw a paradox or, or whatever it is, but i did yeah
1: yeah that's an interesting way
3: to do a a franchise
2: yeah right it's more disparate it's a like an anthology right like kind of like true true detective if you will um yeah Yeah, and then this one is franchised as well
0: universe but they're not yeah Mm -hmm.
2: well the thing too like yes this is a for sure becomes a franchise i think they made like five of them or something like that but I think with this movie it has even more of an impact um because this is the start of Blumhouse and Blumhouse is now a really huge deal when it comes to uh, producing horror movies. And then just, yeah. uh, they produce a lot of different, a lot of movies. And their whole thing is about producing a lot of movies and then um, at a low budget. And then some will uh, make their money back and others won't, but it's a, yeah. uh, it's more of a numbers game is it has been their approach. And in the horror genre, it obviously, it, uh, excels because horror still is a is a genre where people are going to the theaters. I mean something that was recently uh circling around is people talking about how unsuccessful Bros is and um it's just it's you know it's one of those things to heart like you can argue definitely a couple different facts about why the movie Bros with Billy Eichner is like bombed at the theater but I mean I think just simply put is that uh, people don't really feel the need or desire to go to a movie theater to go see a comedy. Um, yeah. you know, which is a. Yeah. The romantic in me is it's like, that's a bummer because laughter, right? Being surrounding yourself in laughter is a very therapeutic and healthy thing. And we yeah. just become more distant from each other because we're not laughing together. We're laughing separately. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I mean, when it, when you talk about the cost of going out and cost of going to the theater, as opposed to this monthly subscription, I mean, there's just, it's almost impossible to beat that. And it's just obviously yeah. ch- fundamentally changed how we consume movies and whatnot. But regardless blumhouse um yeah other movies for the people who don't know is like they've done the purge series the conjuring series
0: big um, series
2: huge yeah. series and a huge. horror genre i i it is really like blumhouse is responsible for i think people are starting to like consider it a like a a ushering into a new era if you will it's like yeah. how important this movie really is And I, you know, we, we touched on it before, or you guys were talking about, um, you know, uh, like, like, what is this unique, like the uniqueness or like, what is this doing that's different and bringing something, um, yeah, like doing something different with the horror genre or found footage genre as it's brought up too, um, it's it's funny to me because I was thinking about that when you guys were talking about how it just hasn't really aged well. I was uh, trying so hard to put myself in the perspective of 2006 because that really lends itself a lot to how, like, scary and how um, how more new, like, uh, yeah, how it could elicit a more raw and visceral response. I guess that's why people yeah. are obsessed with nostalgia, right? But, like, yeah, to put yourself in that mindset, like, it's hard to because now – We've seen so many movies like this, or we've just YouTube's been around just fundamentally because I feel like in order for this movie to exist, YouTube had to exist to a degree. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's conce- around that time, yeah. Conceptualizing, you know, uh, yeah, like recording stuff using, yeah, do I don't know.
3: Um, we covered a movie we- that is, uh, you know, around this time as well that was real, real poopy, if you ask me, it was uh, Last Exorcism. I believe that's yes. what it was called. And the funny thing about last that Exorc- one is that also has a sequel, Last Exorcism 2. Mm. Not so last anymore. Last anymore. <laughs> that is the sub-heading. But that wow. one was like, I don't know. It used that tactic of found footage in a way that was stripping away all of those things from a n- normal movie that you, you know, now that you have a found footage and the camera is going to be you know almost either a character cuz there was a cameraman in that movie that it doesn't and then what does it add like it should add something if it's going to go that route and it's going to be a found footage sort of thing there's something that it, that it should add to either the narrative or to the characterization or something and this one you know i think it i think there are some strong points in its in its favor as to um you know the the technology and the camera playing in a way to the narrative and the characterization of Mika particularly and the divisiveness like between them that, you know, that had its had its place in everything. But there's sometimes where these movies use that and set like as not a way of of flourishing the movie and making it more interesting, but as a crutch as like, (laughs) we don't have anything else creatively creatively to add to the conversation. So we're just going to do what other people are doing and then that way we don't have to get into which is not so much in this movie's favor, but it's just the nature of what the, what kind of movie it is, is like, yeah. I don't know, their work life or like who they are outside of the house. You know, it's like that's just th- those are the rules and parameters that are set forth within this movie. It's like you're only going to see what this one camera sees and it's only going to be in the house and it's only going to be monitoring yeah. this one situation. And that claustrophobia works in its favor. But then also there's times where I'm like, yeah, I wonder how it is when she goes to fucking school that day Uh, like what is going on like all the all they're they're saying the whole time is like oh well if you leave the house there's that's not gonna fucking help that's not gonna do anything it's It's like so what does she do when she goes to school she just like has a fucking freak out in the middle of class because it follows her all the way there you know and that's you don't have to think so hard about that this is this comes across as almost like a like a really well done like student film or something too which is the jason bloom of, of it all and uh how he's able to make these horror movies that are so dependent upon a concept that will make something thrive regardless of what the um the budget is but uh yeah i don't know what is there do you guys have any feelings on um like Not leaving like, the house like, <laughs> well that yeah definitely found footage in in general like if like the strongest and weakest examples i think last exorcism is for, for sure one of the weakest examples cloverfield yeah. is a i think a classic polarizing movie i don't know if the scores reflect yeah. that um but blair witch when i watched that kind of later in life it ages really well and i was terrified during that movie i thought that one mm. that one's really
0: great that movie was pretty scary mm-hmm. so it's it's funny i was just thinking recently of like where it is today like where are found footage mm-hmm. movies and whatnot today and i immediately thought of that netflix series archive 81 i don't know if you saw it i
2: haven't seen that no.
0: So what they did was blend it. It was a blend. It was like a TV series about a guy who's being tasked to review found footage to uncover like a secret inside. Mm. And then as he is watching the found footage and watching this girl who lived like 15 years ago or something, Mm -hmm. like he is seeing into this life of this girl and what she was going through living in this building. But then whenever he stops watching it, you see these things going on with him mm. and he is in this like campus all alone in the middle of the woods with bad phone service. So the whole situation is scary, but it was so interesting because in it was like a mix of a found footage movie with like a regular movie, but into a series because there would be some episodes where you literally just watch all found footage of yeah. this woman who's like stuck in this building and what she was dealing with. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You
3: know, but that's what, like, that's, the, yeah. I think that's like a great example and you bring it up that show and I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, but that's where something like found footage I think will be relegated to is where yeah. instead of that being the thing of like, this is a found footage movie and that's the whole mm-hmm. conceit of it. I think it's going to be more of like, yeah, a flourish in a certain part of the movie or, or show or relegated to, certain part of it not the whole thing because the whole thing it does get i think kind of exhausting at this at this point in time it
0: does Mm. he even reviews his own footage and videos himself reviewing his own Uh,
3: so voyeuristic to himself
0: yeah and it's crazy like i like to watch my i'm gonna
3: set camera. up a video camera and watch myself shower shower
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah and then jerk off to it later yeah.
2: god
1: i'm so would, hot and then take I that too.
0: It past with mika or whatever i would not have put a them. mika yeah, let's, yeah, he's, let's he's, talk about these people into
3: the, yeah there's not many of them he's he's definitely <laughs> into the the kinky side of things it seems like that's almost like what he wants most out of the camera right off the bat is to is mm-hmm. to use it for that. He's like, like he doesn't <sighs> fully believe, I feel like, the what's going on with her. He's like, not yeah. really sure. He's kind of like skeptical, I feel like, at the beginning. He's like, I just want an excuse to get this nice camera so
2: <laughs> we can <laughs>
3: videotape each Video other. Tape.
2: Yeah. yeah yeah that that nice camera too uh because that's really how we start the movie mm-hmm. is her commenting on wow that, and it is it is kind of funny that whole the just the concept of it is you were to come home and he has a movie <laughs> like <laughs> shooting quality camera like what the fuck are you doing what what is this for and then yeah to um for <laughs> His relationship with the camera too is is an yeah. interesting thing that changes over the course of the movie. But oh, Mika man. and Katie, uh obviously not, you know, um this is their first movie I think, right? <laughs> I don't
1: I, th-
0: I, think, I think they would both be- of their first movie or yeah. first popularized movie. Mm-hmm. I I I thought they did pretty good acting wise. For what yeah. Was required.
2: Absolutely. Which was required is, is that you were given certain points that you had to hit, but all of it was improv, right?
3: Yeah. for the most. Uh, part. I think so. Yeah. But I mean, it was, yeah. I was
2: kind of impressed with certain,
3: certain moments where you could, I don't know, you could almost sense like, uh, there were maybe new newcomers to maybe starring in a, in a major motion picture or something like that. But then I yeah. thought there were, there were moments where some of the things they didn't, Im- they didn't embrace and make, certain choices but then other times where I'm, i was kind of impressed with how how it was yeah. d- how it was done real especially real. katie um mm. and that's both their real their name names. Katie Featherson and mika slow so must have yeah we can just call each other real names it'll make it easier um
0: i didn't know that I, that's I crazy was,
3: yeah I, I just saw that They got myself they but, got uh,
2: paid so little too and i think yeah. mika was actually like he was—he uh, had done camera work before, and he that got <laughs> a, a part of him getting hired. is the fact that he could—he could
3: actually direct all wow. the. Camera. I wonder <laughs> if he got paid to be a cameraman as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was really steady. Ew.
3: Yeah, yeah, totally. Some look drama for, to yeah. it. Yeah, when you go around corners, I like that. Or just like you would take <sighs> the camera and like look around a corner real there quick, it. and I was like, oh yeah, that's that's where the found footage stuff really like comes through and uh yeah and Katie I've so. liked her different versions of herself. I thought that was pretty <sighs> good of like when she reverted to like a childlike kind of dazed version when she sat yeah. on the swing Saddest. and then when she uh and then when she was like begging to stay back at the house, she was just kind of like doing this creepy smile and like kind of yeah reverted to a childlike thing and then her kind of demon self and then I don't know there's something like believable like believable about them as, as well. I, I don't know. I was, I was a, a little back and forth, but overall I landed that like pretty, pretty favor, favorably towards, towards them, you know, but I yeah. know what you mean where I, yeah, I, I don't know them. And uh, this is probably one of their, their first things.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's refreshing though, to see normal looking people in the, as the stars of the movie. Yeah. That's always, that's something we For get sure. very little of. <laughs> Usually everybody's very good looking and um, yeah. yeah. And the movies are, yeah uh if anything the doctor the doctor
3: was like oh, doctor whatever it was uh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like yeah. almost a little out of place because he He's was a such a good or... he seemed like such a good actor i don't know he seemed like he'd done a lot of work or something he'd, he'd ran around the circuit because he came in here, with this guy. i was just like wow this guy commands such like a such a gravitas to him i, I don't are know you, are,
0: are you talking about the guy who sees ghosts but doesn't fuck with demons?
3: Yeah, yeah. he's like, no, fuck, <laughs> fuck that demon like, shit. No, a, that's beyond oh me. I no, <laughs> I cannot. I the, it, I should not even be here right now.
1: You so I, funny. Oh my, I liked it, him.
2: I was dying during that part where he's like, I can't even. It, <laughs> I can't just me you. being here <laughs> is a bad, is is a is. I was like, why, why hasn't this ever been sent to me as like a gif or a meme? Like, this is so funny. He like literally just walks in and they're just in the foyer right by the door. And immediately he's like, yeah, so I should not be here. Okay. I, you know, I, I have to go. And it's like, yeah. And just meme it with like <laughs> me when me when I said I would just show up to the party or whatever, yeah.
0: <laughs> I would just then, stop by. <laughs> and then he he even said it like, "Trust me, you don't want <laughs> me here. I'm making things. I'm
3: making work. it worse as we speak. I am making it <laughs> Should we leave?
2: Uh, yeah, leaving wouldn't help. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, Mark Fredericks, the um, the psychologist, obsessed with him because yeah, his performance is so fun. I he really just yeah. Uh, having an expert just also like having another person that's not the couple yeah i really wanted that
3: other doctor to show up too.
2: oh my god me too. the demonologist Mm -hmm. what does that guy look like come on
3: yeah i (laughs) want to see him
2: but but the day
0: they try to call him out (laughs) of the
3: country of course out out of the country of course and then everyone
0: looks at mika you're like we should have gone. <laughs> I
2: wonder where the most demons are. Do you feel like they're in like Italy or someplace like that? Or no. <laughs> the most where, demons? Yeah. Oh, where's man, the most I demons? wonder
3: where like, I probably like, I was going to say old places, but everywhere like, is as old rape, as anywhere yeah. else. It's just a matter of how many people were there at one point. I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know. China's got a bunch of demons. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe some Egyptian, Egyptian. <laughs> Demon. Oh my God! An
2: Egyptian demon? Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, Emotap, Yeah, I can. <laughs> They've been around for <laughs> millennia. EMO? Oh my
1: <laughs> God! EMO <I> tap. Sun to
3: the moon. on the moon.
1: <laughs> okay,
3: I so don't, uh, I don't know if the fucking scorpion king. Oh my God! On
0: population though, you would think. Yeah,
3: that could be misleading. That might be misleading. But
0: you're attaching demons to amounts of people, right? Versus, I like, don't what think is, that's. Do they pay?
3: I think it's it energy. Could be more of like a cold. Yeah. Like, no, like <laughs> it, New Orleans and stuff. I mean, it's just like stone
2: like, like beacons head. of energy. And they just, you know, gravitate towards that where like yeah. connection yeah, but to that
3: the could, that's, other world. But Brandon, that's more pissed. aliens. Those are aliens, uh, yeah, right. maybe alien demons, maybe like <laughs> alien ghosts reside there and you get possessed by an alien demon.
2: Oh my God. An
3: alien demon. Isn't that? Dude. Yeah. Sci- isn't that what Scientologists believe or something? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh whatever. <laughs> Sorry to offend any Scientologists out there if I'm uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your alien demon gods will forgive me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. What a yeah. Well, anyways.
1: Anyways,
3: well, we know now. Okay, well, Brandon, we do know now that you're living in one of the epicenters, which is San Diego, which yeah, is where the demon yeah. who starts fires for for young girls at at their uh at their homes. That's where I'm I don't know where, where did she live before? I'm not sure, but, uh, San Diego, he, he, that's where he is now. He followed her there. So he's looking to maybe, uh, I think it's within the next.
2: I think so, that's, uh, that was probably the cause of my, uh, my technical issues was probably the fact that there's a fucking demon in my computer. That's it. You know, yeah.
0: <laughs> don't fucking I joke talk about, about that. me. <laughs> don't talk about <laughs> that's don't, exactly don't. what Mika did was joke about
3: it you know yeah we should not be joking
0: <laughs> uh, what do uh, you guys think
3: of mika in general look, he looked like freddie mercury to me <laughs> oh he looked like the guy who does that catfish show to me
2: he's a mix of both oh my god he's the perfect mix of freddie freddie mercury and um god what's I forget his name what
3: that guy's name is oh From it's catfish, like yeah i forget his name
0: I he says it
2: every. He says it every single time on that show. Yeah, I could find uh, out. It's,
0: Mika was a very important. Nev Schulman. Nev Schulman. Like yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Nev sounds right. very Schulman. Yeah. Yeah. And Max Joseph is that silver fox.
2: And the silver fox, yeah. Well, he hasn't lost a hair in his life, but it is, yeah, all the colors out of it. <laughs> but
0: mika was so important to the movie just as he so in snl every skit has the normal person who acts completely normal and then has the crazy person who's the funny part yeah. of the skit and it's the reactions of the normal person
2: the straight so, man is it's called
0: yeah so mika he was like the opposite of that he was he caused so much friction mm. because of his lack of taking the situation seriously. Or Mm in his like ego, his ego and like being in control. And there's that scene where he's like, "I'm in control. I'm in control." And she was like, "No, we're not. You are not in control." Mm -hmm. And it 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 caused so much friction in the movie. Yeah, totally. Because there's.
2: They needed yeah. the drama because that if if there wasn't a conflict with their relationship, the movie would be yeah. so, so boring, right? Because already it's very thin. Like, this movie has very little going on. It is a lot yeah. of really just watching camera footage. Um, the question I wanted to ask the both of you is when thinking about this movie and, yeah, thinking about, you know, the uh, stuff that Mika brought into the house, like the Ouija board, is I'm, I wanted to ask you guys when – at what point would you just leave the house? Because I don't know about you, but, like – At a point I'm like, it's Airbnb time. It's like, we got, we, uh, okay. It'll follow us. It's not going to follow us right away. At least we'll, you know, be able to have a night, you know, or two where the demon isn't, you know, uh, harassing us or whatever. And so, yeah. At what point? I'm not sure. I like that, that, that big
3: loud sound. You come down and the chandelier is fucking shaking. I remember that was the first point in the movie. I was like, fuck. Like Nope. So I was, can, I had my nope moment like nope and I would have walked out.
1: I can I, I can set.
2: Su- oh, okay, so the is first, that first is first that night. what it is? Well, so I I can set you up the these the nights and the moments here is yeah. so like the the first night it is a sound, then the second night it's um that it happens cuz they're not like consecutive nights necessarily, but like mm-hmm. and then it's the um her like overlooking uh mika and standing there for a long time then it's uh the door sh-
3: happens at some point before that the door yeah. yes
2: yes the door sound door um the door standing. slam and then yeah then
1: yeah. you have the
2: uh chandelier shaking and then the ouija board and um yeah we going outside too how crazy we- like at, at that that point, was gotta, weird You got to just be like, oh, man, what are we doing here? At least
3: try something else. Like, yeah, continue continuing to stay there. And that's like, I don't know. Like that's Mika is necessary. And I do kind of like his his big dumb ego of just kind of like constantly thinking that he can fucking wrangle this thing or that it's some sort of battle between the two or or he's he's thinking that he's getting cucked by the fucking demon yeah. at one point where he's like yeah go hang out with your friend see what i care Yeah, but i i like that drama and i like how they're both kind of vying for her sanity almost to a certain extent where he, if you were just to let go and listen or something or at, at least take control in a more protective way as far as yeah like vacate the fucking premises at least try that but that that's not what this movie allows and his his characterization is necessary as far as like no i want to get the perfect footage and i'm gonna put this baby powder on the ground and and stuff and, and do all these different little tactics uh which you know i think ramp up in intensity at least you know all those all yeah. those little bits little bits
2: the little bits that's a, a a lot of that rearranging happened after it had gotten picked up Uh, for distribution the original version of it um didn't escalate in the same way Mm -hmm. and it's funny to think about those moments as being able to like building blocks essentially look at all of these nights and go you know where do where do things make sense because they're you could have them a little bit out of order but the way that they escalate it's great Mm -hmm. you know do you guys remember Uh, the advertising campaigns for this movie at all i don't know it's not like anything
3: new uh I think they do it do it a lot with scary movies now but I I do remember this the whole thing where they would show video of movie theaters of people yes. reacting yes. and I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd seen <laughs> I, do remember I don't think I'd seen that before paranormal activity I know they do it and maybe they did it before but that was my first time seeing it and it was all in like night vision mm-hmm.
1: and it was just yeah. people that
3: like were paid to go to screenings or whatever given free tickets to go to screenings and just zoom in on people's faces. They're just throwing popcorn and they're like, <laughs> yeah. no, fuck!" shit. And just like f- freaking out and, uh, just being like, Oh my God, I got to see that. And then if I can be like vulnerable for a second, I, even when I first saw this, I saw this movie in theaters and I was like, not sure. sure if it was real or fake. Like when I first saw it, I was like, <laughs>
1: right. when I, when right. I
3: first walked right. in, especially how it presents it, it's like, the movie movie would like to thank the San Diego Police Department for their cooperation in this movie. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I, was, and I just saw the. Is like, this real? Yeah, I saw the movies Like, it it was just so cryptic, everything, and even Cloverfield yeah. had such a fucking cryptic, weird sort of advertising thing of like baiting yeah. sort of little snippets of it, and they were really using like online sort of advertising when it was just dead, like allocated to like a website or something, not social media was just like, just go on this website and check it out. And that's the only little bit of a little bit that you're going to, that you're going (laughs) to get. But yeah, no, I I just remember walking in and then seeing it. And then even at the end, it doesn't even have fucking credits. And it just says like, thank you again to the San Diego police department. I was like,
2: what the fuck
3: did I just watch? This is, and I think that added a lot to me. And then I watched it again, like later on, like on video on demand or something. And it was like, not a, not a super dark space that I saw it in. And it was not as scary, but that first time in the theaters I, with the loud noises and everything, when that sound hits, like it like is really fucking yeah. scary for like, for, a, for like a jump.
0: It's funny that you say that because at that time, these movies were so new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't really tell. And like the fact that they set all of that up. It makes you wonder, like, oh, my God, this was, like, based off a real thing or these this real found Mm -hmm. footage. And it's it's funny that they did that, and they were at a time where they could do that. Now Uh it's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, come on, I've seen this guy in a commercial, you know? Well,
1: (laughs) yeah, this
2: movie's easily a YouTube-only thing or something like that, for sure.
3: Where people would see ghost footage on YouTube and be like, oh, my God, I guess ghosts are fucking real because they – posted a video on youtube and there's that ghost yeah. and there's an alien oh there's a bigfoot that's walking around and then it spawned right. all these all these shows on discovery channel or whatever that are yeah all about hunting that that dang bigfoot
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely
3: and and we, getting those ancient aliens
0: these kind of movies they always hit at home to me because i don't mm. know about you guys but as a kid i've always believed in ghosts. It's supernatural me, but mm. i've never personally had ex- an experience Same. never have but I I will Save. not say that I don't believe in it mm-hmm. because yeah. I do.
3: Yeah, for sure. I think I'm in the yeah, same boat. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't discount it, and I've I've talked to people who have had like just are so convicted in in what they saw. So it's hard to just look at them now the and be like, yeah, you're full of shit.
0: You're full of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> when
3: they're like, you can tell that there was like a harrowing experience, and you're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's like, yeah, I, would, yeah, I don't know. I'm open to it. <laughs> at least there's gotta be like some sort of out of there was
2: that
0: <laughs> you go to them like did you ride your unicorn out of there and <laughs> meet up with the uh, with
2: yeah, and the werewolf man. Yeah, were you one of those the Stranger Things kids come back from the yeah. Upside Down? Yeah, suck my dick. <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus,
2: that's just a person at Target in your life.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, man. I don't know which one is weirder though—the guy who was very crass, or the one that randomly came up to some person at Target and was like, "Can I tell you about my ghost experience?" <laughs> no one will listen to me no one believes me
0: if anyone ever came up to me and wanted to tell me about their ghost experience even if it was out of left field uh-huh. i would be like yeah sure
3: yeah you know? yeah i, I like most likely father. wouldn't tell them to suck my dick so yeah you're right
0: so the mrs katie my wife she has a ghost story
3: fuck nice
0: and it tripped me out and her mom was telling it to me. Normally I'd be like, eh, I need a second before I can hear the story. Ghosts her love mom, Katie's. Her mom I, told the story to us at like dinner. So, you know, obviously, you know, you gotta impress the in-laws. I couldn't say no. Um, or like step to it, but she told this whole story about how they were at a house.
2: Or what, Christian, what would they do what to you? Would they do? <laughs> What would they do well, to you? <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's not bad. Not
2: you better be fucking <laughs> cool, man. Be cool, bro. Be cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she like told this story and basically Katie saw ghosts, and she didn't even realize it because she saw this specific man and they're like, he's been dead for Whoa. years. Whoa. And like, I 100% believe in. in Fuck. Like, yeah, I've seen. It's just weird when you talk about it and people are like, yeah, I've seen one. I'm like, and you immediately think like, did you? But. I always end up believing it's them. still, it's right. like, re,
2: it's real to them. And I think that's, yeah. yeah, that's a part of believing in ghosts to begin with.
0: Yeah. Right. Is that it's, um,
2: doesn't really matter what it, other people it, think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>.
0: yeah. <Right. laughs>
2: yeah, totally. It's like, if
3: it's, doesn't yeah,
0: matter. like I saw yeah. what I saw,
3: that was like, it's I mean, one of the, yeah. Oh, sorry, Brandon continue.
2: No, I was just going to say, it's like a adjacent to like, uh, speaking your truth, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. saying that you've seen a ghost.
3: My but my mom had like, one that she uh, would never share with me. She'd be like, yeah, I've seen a ghost and I'd ask her about it. And she'd be like, I can't tell that story. And it was almost like a war story or something where like, I can't. And then later on, I later on in my life, I heard she, she told me and I heard it. But yeah, there was no part of her that was like, I'm making this up for attention or yeah. something like that. It just like was right. very much just fucking happened to her. Fuck. And, you know, the, the, It it the sounded funny. like sleep paralysis or something where she just woke up and it was just right there. Absolutely she move or something, you know.
2: That sounds so horrifying. <laughs> and
3: this, but then she also movie. said it was kind of like a benevolent presence, you know. It's weird, it's interesting oh, where it's like sometimes they're uh, not they're not malevolent or anything. and, and it's uh it's just uh, a, a crossing over into that realm a little bit and it might yes, be enough, the, but it's also might dreaming. Not be uh necessarily either yeah it's just
2: yeah. right yeah. absolutely
3: that's like, what i try to tell movie, myself
0: it, it, this movie touches on a lot of like situations that people are like essentially afraid of or are taken straight out of ghost Let's, stories
2: oh for sure yeah i mean you know? i was it's really unnerving and unsettling when mm-hmm. when the like um so the shot of them in the bed the door is open to the hallway and yeah. then there's other doors back there, but they're in darkness, yeah. such an unnerving mm. like visual for me, mm-hmm. because yeah. it's always like there could potentially be something there. And I, I yeah. just, I really can't see it. Yeah. I can't see it. It's in darkness, but it could totally be there. And yeah, yeah really, um, that hadn't been purposeful. Uh, I, I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys. Do you guys sleep with your, your door to your room open?
0: So, yeah. A, yeah. a friend, oh. a friend of mine. He's in air conditioning, and he. <laughs> right. You're right. You're says, right. If you close the door, you're you might as well turn your air conditioner off because it, oh. if you if you don't if the air conditioner <laughs> doesn't have air flowing, it's not doing its job.
3: Oh, interesting.
0: Oh, when he told okay. me that, I'm like, I guess I gotta start sleeping with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I used to not to. I used to not to, but for this, uh, he he hit my uh wasting my money by closing the door <laughs> with the air conditioner side and i was like i'm not going to waste my money with
3: this ac in, so, oh. in terms of the the how they framed like that's really got to be effective in terms of that. that framing is is such like a big part of of the movie of <laughs> the bed and them asleep and yeah that's really got a wide be angle wide angle and when you're talking about that that hallway i think it is effective and purposeful i wonder how many like what would they scout him wherever many houses out to figure out which which one they wanted but This one, I was trying to figure out what they liked about it. And yeah, and I think that hallway is nice because you have that light on in the end. You see what's at the end, but it's dark enough in between that you don't see anything in between really. And you just kind of see the end and you see like where you are at. And, you know, I'm sure that could be uh, established at a number of locations, but it worked for this one. And they even spent a good amount of time in that hallway, like right outside the bathroom, even like the yeah. little uh, like the attic, attic thing. Like they got, they made a lot oh of, my use, a lot of they, use of the space.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. When they go down the stairs and it's like, there's just a cavernous as you know, cause lights off in the kitchen, there's yeah. your living room. There's also like, I, I just, I feel so familiar with where everything yeah. is in that house. Cause we yeah. just spent the entire movie in it. Like, I, I feel like I have such a good read on where all the bedrooms and bathrooms mm-hmm. are and all of that stuff. It's really fantastic. Yeah. It's really,
3: yeah. They establish that fantastic. quick and well, and they have a little, they have moments at different part of the house everywhere. Yeah. In the kitchen and her friend comes over. At least it's nice to see your friend every once in a while. Like an, again, another face.
2: How and tall is she, though?
1: <laughs> She's she like pretty tall. She was tall. She yeah.
2: was she was really tall. <laughs> it was noticeable. I was like, whoa, holy shit. <laughs> she was
0: tall yet forgettable. <laughs>
2: whoa, <laughs> okay. I thought, really uh, I thought she was very
0: striking.
2: I thought she had a very interesting look to her. She didn't really have like yeah. a character. She just didn't, just didn't really do anything. I think
0: Mike. But is, yeah, she didn't really do anything like as a character yeah no totally you know the other guy
2: a little bit
3: and that was
0: it yeah
2: yeah because mika wanted to bring yeah i guess pitch the ouija board idea that was the scene with her right pitch the ouija board um which man the ouija board he got was crazy looking Mm -hmm. it was like he never said where he borrowed it from
3: (laughs) either he's like i didn't buy it i borrowed it (laughs) what does that mean
2: (laughs) what does that mean I said and specifically I wouldn't buy it. It doesn't seem like you have any friends, so <laughs> I know, right?
0: Yeah, he doesn't have any friends, Mister Cashnet. Yeah, he wouldn't have called one of their friends and be like, "Hey, man, can you just like sleep over one night? Like, just, uh, just you got to see this shit." Like,
2: so all of that is because of you know this how. uh Cheap! This movie was made. This movie mm-hmm. was made for a comedically low amount of money, um, yeah. in comparison to any movie that you you know people see. um And I think it was overall. Does anybody have the number off the top? I want to say fifteen thousand bucks, like something crazy like that. Um, One hundred fifty thousand dollars.
0: One hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's how much it took. Is that what it to is? film this movie?
2: Uh, oh, how much is that? What it says. Oh, I don't I'm I'm
0: looking. Uh, oh, I don't shit. I don't have
3: it like right in uh, front of me, but yeah, it's I mean it definitely sir. like reads as as uh as as that kind of movie, you know. Um and then well, there's just,
0: four people in the entirety of the movie. F- The
2: film was four shot hours. for fifteen thousand dollars. Yes, sorry. Uh
0: fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand. I mean there's is very impressive. One of the actors is the
3: cameraman as well. Like <laughs> yeah. that's that's pretty crazy. And the light lighting is all right there. They had they're all wearing like they establish that they're going to wear like lavaliers. I think too, they have like microphones like on them. Is, isn't that true? Like she's like playing with, she's playing with the microphone near the beginning where it's like, Oh, is this how it works or right? Or they, <laughs> or does he, he doesn't have a microphone on the camera. I'm pretty sure they're like wearing lava. I could be wrong, but they established that kind of stuff. They established that it's going to be within the movie. Like, Oh, this guy just bought this camera he doesn't really know what he's doing. So any sort of like shoddy filmmaking is immediately excused. Um, but I think to this one, like for the most part, it works to the the effect of it. There and then, there's some parts where it just becomes like I don't know, maybe a little lazy. But it's not as bad as last <laughs> ex, last Exorcism, where that was just like, whoa, and look at wolf. us! Ooh, we don't even need to write a plot anymore because we camera is yeah. all over the place and yeah. And then it didn't do the thing either. Where I really hate these kind of things. I, there was uh, some other like superhero movie I forgot where like all the kids get powers. And one person is the cameraman. I already brought this up earlier, but when one person is dedicated, you never see their face. They're always behind the camera. And then everyone looks at him like, Hey, isn't this cool chat and chat and just like, yeah, I'm chat. I'm the, I'm the audience surrogate. I'm just going to be here the whole time. And I'm going to have a voice. That's just like, I'm never going to have a character because if I had too much character, that'd be weird. Cause you never see me. So I'm just going to be generally agreeable to everything that's going on. It's like, ah, that's such a waste. Yeah. I like that. Nev was a part of part of the camera, but yeah anyways yeah no yeah. totally like so and we talked about the the doctor i mean i i was i was a fan of him i thought he was his scene was strong he he had like he carried a certain amount of respect of like oh this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about does not yeah. know demons you're gonna have to talk to doctor whatever the fuck gallagher or something or whatever the fuck his name is to so <laughs> talk about that but like I, I liked him like uh the the friend just kind of came and went um mm-hmm. but i mean you're right brandon it's one of those things that just the concept is what carried this through to have such a strong tail end. And it's kind Mm. of, I don't know. Would you say that the sequels kind of ruin the legacy a bit? Cause I feel like if it was just this movie and they didn't do any sequels, it'll almost be like hailed as like a little bit, there'd be a little bit more respect for it a little bit. But then all all these sequels, it's like, Oh, there's just those series of movies that they squeeze the toothpaste tube dry of or something. Mm. Or do you think that it's just kind of, this these kind of movies are forgotten. They kind of don't age well in general, and then it's just going to be kind of Blair Witch is going to be the found footage movie.
1: Ooh, all great questions. questions. I'm
3: yeah. just <laughs> wrestling yeah. with the legacy of this. Like, what is the oh, legacy totally. of, of Paranormal mm-hmm. Activity? Great question.
0: So the, the yeah. thing about the sequels that was interesting was that they built a lot around the this movie. So. All of the lines where she talks about her past and whatnot, her like house that burned down when she talked when she talks about these? all that. Yeah, I've seen wow. uh, more than a few of the sequels, and cool. they touch on that. Like one of the sequels is fully her and her sister as a kid. That's kind of and-
3: that. That makes sense mm-hmm. to me doing that movie. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they they show the picture, the picture that you that she founds in Parano- in the first one where it's mm. like burnt. Mm-hmm. They show it in that movie. And it's cool how they like kind of bring it back. Okay. And then there was a there was another movie that happened after right after this movie where they don't know where the girl is, but you're they're like a neighbor or something. Okay. So it's it's weird because they in terms of like storyline, it all coincides. But in terms of like the scare tactic, it definitely got old. Because it was the consistency let me film while I'm sleeping Mm -hmm. and then fast forward until things happen. That was like the biggest premise that they were building on, which kind of got old.
3: Inevitably. And it seemed like they did it until it got old. It wasn't those things where they they stopped (laughs) it before it got old. They're like, no, we're going to keep on going until it doesn't make money anymore because we made the first one for 15,000 fucking dollars. Like we can run this dry as dry as we want, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is a part of the ethos of the Blumhouse uh, model is, you know, with the premise, because, you know, we've talked about the, uh, you know, lack of characters, all of that. It's really, yeah, just because of limiting your resources. An argument that, uh, what is it, Jason Blum, uh, I think, right? Is that his? Yeah. Regardless. A Uh, a Bloom. A Bloom. A Bloom. Uh, Welcome to my house of Bloom. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Can you imagine he, if he just like oh. ran a flower shop like a florist? He's, he's, like he's like, welcome <laughs> to my house of bloom. Can I make you an arrangement? A floral <laughs> arrangement.
2: What a oh, just this eccentric. Yeah, sorry. He's, he might he he very might well be because yeah, the his approach to it. The payoff—it's such a yeah. I don't know. It's almost like Mika being a day trader. Is there's there's such a like a business finding uh, way uh, way of approaching art that is fascinating. But it's what's really interesting to me is the argument that Jason Bloom makes about what like comes from that when you put limitations on a director or on the art financially that then yeah. it requires the artist to get creative with just the you know the things that they're with their imagination yeah. and then there's something magical about that as well and that's you know uh, it's a really great argument to spend like pay people very little and to spend very little money. But you know, it's, 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 I don't know. It's an argument that we can all wrestle with at times where you're like, Oh, I, you know, I can see both sides of the argument why you would approach the, you know, things like that because the sheer amount of movies too, that this, you know, that this production company puts out is astounding in comparison to other, uh, you know, other production companies, right? Like they're, employing a lot more people putting out uh, just letting creators small creators uh get chances at making you know movies that end up go- going in theaters too again it's just it's so fascinating to you know and we'll uh definitely get into more of it as this month goes mm-hmm. on of spooktoberfest of just horror genre i'm really starting to fall in love with it because there's there's something really unique and special about it that really goes to show you that prevailing trends have moved away from people going into the theaters but horror is a genre that people still go out for you yeah. know and it I'd read really, it i it. It draws people in
0: I, you, you said they did the um conjuring and the other series the yeah conjuring like a universe Burge. insidious and is another one? insidious is another one yep all great series in their different, like, own horror genres. Not. Purge, you can kind of tell it's very similar. They realized that this was a gold mine, so they kept making more, and people do enjoy that sort of mm-hmm. like type of movie. Conjuring, I think that's when they went into Brilliant. i The whole universe and all of the Conjuring movies, I think, are fantastic.
2: Yeah, and that's because that I, I can't remember who's the director and writer of Conjuring.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh God, what's yeah. his the Good guy season. who we're gonna we're doing one of his movies, right? Ouija? Is Ouija? No, it's not, it's not him, it's isn't it the guy who who's in the Fast and Furious and uh and did uh um that that crap James Wan? Yeah, James Wan. Is that is that who did Conjuring? I'm not I'm not sure, but I think I'm, you might be right. I th- i i' might yeah. James Wan. Yeah. James Wan. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, nah. yeah, that's an interesting. We're going to do another, what is that? What is that other movie though? Malignant Malignant. We're doing Malignant that batshit movie by him, which I'm very excited for. But I mean, to your, to your point, Brandon, it's like, yeah, I mean, I'd, I would rather see, you know, maybe not on the whole, but it's like in this, in this circumstance, and I'm sure many I'd rather see the earnest $15,000 version of something than, all the fucking other sort of (laughs) knockoffs that probably came after paranormal activity that we've all Mm -hmm. forgotten. I'm sure that even when I looked up paranormal activity on prime video today to watch and it was like, Oh, if you like paranormal activity, you'll probably like paranormal vision quest (laughs) demon 5,000 or something. (laughs) And it's like, are these other ones that are all like clear, clear knockoffs or, or whatever. It's like, I'd rather watch like the earnest sort of attempt at trying to, do something original and you know, for every yep. it's, it's interesting now it's like for every blue movie that does hit, there's probably 10 others that have suffered or, or not. Absolutely. Have, maybe not even mm-hmm. have the, the right backing from
0: production, boy next production,
3: door. production and everything to support it possibly being successful because they're, they're pot is so, widespread that it's hard to f- go full in on one thing you know so it's like mm-hmm. if you are going to be in a bloom production it's like you really got to bring your i'm sure you got to bring your fucking a-game because you're not going to have a lot of resources and so that sort of filmmaking is kind of like i get a little trepidatious a- about you know because it's it's kind of forcing people to fucking work like a uh, slam yeah, work like, really hard like and and sort of not totally. the best, not the best conditions to create this <laughs> stuff um but you know, and it's and it's more pervasive, I think, in in the horror genre. Where yeah, it's like if you have that shtick, that hook, that for this one, it's found footage, which has ha- has run its course a bit. But if you have that that hook, then people, I think, do show up. Like you are saying, Brandon, And you were talking about this smile movie. You know, I hadn't even seen it, but their advertising campaign sounded yeah. bit, sounded interesting. Of people just it's epic, yeah, doing like it's baseball epic. games. Same. Yeah, the baseball
2: yeah. game. That, I mean, that, that shit is so, so cheap and effective. It's, it's so that effective. like Yeah. Yeah. It's that return on ad spend that is just insane because mm-hmm. all you did is like, yeah, that seat is, ex, it's not even expensive when you're in terms of
0: 200. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. we're, ta- we're you talking about, it, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, the companies are spending uh 250 000 on like a you know a board in the yeah. stadium you know or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like this you just pay smiling. 500 bucks and you probably pay all in all because you're also paying the person standing there yeah. But like yeah uh, how much could it possibly cost you no more than 1500 bucks two grand mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> And then it's like just such good marketing oh yeah it's Stuff that's really does, fun, but yeah. yeah,
3: um, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, for as far as the movie goes, it's like I, I've yeah. enjoyed our our discussion, you know. I, f- I feel like we've kind of oh. hit some high points. Should we uh kind of go around and share anything else we may have forgotten about it before we move on, or is am I going too early into final
2: thoughts? No, 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 you're great, no, no, because no, no, I, no, I, yeah, I, I was fine. just gonna say one last thing, and then, yeah. so cool. yeah, you beat me to it. So, uh, one last thing is uh, the ending. So, I wanted to talk about the ending, right? Yeah. Is, uh, there—the ending that we saw was not the original ending. Okay,
0: I didn't to see the, the original ending.
2: Uh, the only way to have seen the original ending is, is you would have have to have the DVD copy of it. Um, oh. and it's in the like a uh, bonus features. Yeah. So alternate ending. I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna bring it up so I don't fuck this up.
3: That, I mean, that uh, kind of makes sense to me. I, I I'm curious what the original cut of this movie even was. And I don't, it almost reminds me, you guys ever watched that movie open water.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Telephone out there where they're stuck out. Yeah. There? It's the
3: couple that are, that's based on a true story that gets stranded by like, they go out scuba diving and then they get stranded yeah. by their boat and it's just two people stuck there, in the fucking the middle of the ocean and they start getting attacked by sharks. But yeah. it's like they made a movie really. out of it. Yeah. It's it's a whole movie. And it's like uh it's interesting how it's shot. It's shot very low budget with people that aren't really yeah. like professional actors or anything. It almost looks like it's a like porno quality or something from the time. And it's yeah. and there's actually like a sex scene in it too, which is why I say porno oh quality. God. But uh a it's I don't know, it's interesting. In the, like it's an it's effective. What's that? Oh, not in the ocean! No, they're like, man, we're stuck here all alone, and there's sharks coming. I know the one thing I want to do before I die. No, no, it wasn't like <laughs> that. It was like we're about to go on this trip. <laughs> oh. yeah, nothing's gonna go wrong. I don't
1: remember
3: that part. <laughs> yeah. But it's shot in like a home oh. video, sort of. It's it's interesting, yeah. Like these kind yeah. of movies that are so effective on under those parameters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final thoughts, Bren? Oh yeah, the, alternate, the, alternate the, the,
2: ending. The endings, yes. So the uh, the. Uh, original ending. So Katie returns to the bedroom alone, covered in blood, holding the large uh, kitchen knife. She sits Ah. on the floor against the bed and rocks back and forth until the next day. Ah. Katie's friend, Amber leaves a concern message at 2 PM visits the house at 9 PM. I'm assuming uh, Amber is the, is the tall woman Uh of visits the house at 9 PM discovers uh, Mika's body downstairs okay so the, and, and she's then, just there sitting and then like by the bed she's been just sitting by the bed uh i see and then yeah so then seeing them katie suddenly returns to her normal Does state the san diego
3: had, police department show up at any time because they were mentioned a lot <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes they do after the attic door, uh, uh so then yeah uh one of the officers panics shoots her
3: oh fuck okay so i was wondering I'm <laughs> yeah. like okay.
2: So seeing them, Lee, Katie suddenly returns to her normal state, asks about Mika. After the attic door slams by itself, one of the officers panics and shoots and kills her. Wow. The camera fades to black and the police officers continue searching the house for the source of the sound. The epilogue text appears dedicating the film to the memory of Mika and Katie. I kind of like some of those parts I, yeah especially the part Me with too. the knife because that
3: knife was like very much like he does the little like there. thing with it and he's just like yeah he's making point, the points with Scott. the knife yeah he's the che- the checkoffs knife that never comes yeah. like it's it's got to come back at some point or or, or something we'll
2: and, never be satisfied and then
3: not i'll only, never come but not only yeah i know i was <laughs> I, I was waiting i just I was, I was edging the whole time man i never came i never came uh but not only the knife but also the attic too it was like that was something of like yeah that's a. Uh, those are two little payoffs there that's kind of interesting oh well mika's body getting thrown i don't know
0: that that was a jump seat jumper in mm-hmm. the theater that's true you did not see that coming because all you heard were steps and you were waiting to see and then all of a sudden the body gets thrown
3: that is like an exclamation point ending, and her like looking yeah. down and just and and then you just walk out of the theater like buzzing like, and everyone's talking to each other. Oh my god, we got to yeah. go see it again. Oh my god, I hope they have a second one. We got to find out how them as children and how that house got burned. How to get burned? How to get burned? Uh,
0: so in it, in the in the sequels, they actually like are looking for her because mm-hmm. they can't find her. Right, so it's, right, right. It's funny because. If they went with the original ending, they, they they wouldn't have it would have hurt the sequel's storyline because it because they yeah, used right. her disappearance and wondering where she is. And she shows up, I think, in a few other I movies. But, but like I think the art suffers.
2: Form. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I think the art suffers, though, because I agree with James that the, this original ending was better. There's also even an alternate ending. So a funny thing about this is the movie cost fifteen thousand dollars. Paramount bought it and then. Wanted to reshoot the ending, gotcha. add an additional two hundred thousand dollars onto it. just oh my God. for that Mika <laughs> throne! So they did. They did two. So they did. So much well, sense. They, I was so, like that. So they had the original that was already shot, but then they developed two. So the yeah. so the original ending was what I just wrote. The alternative alternate ending is this, and I like this even better too. After killing Mika off screen, Katie comes back upstairs alone, like in the original ending. She closes and locks the bedroom door, approaches the camera, promptly slits her own throat before Uh, collapsing dead, and the scene fades to black.
0: That's the alternate.
3: Dude, they could have had both. They could have had her thrown, Mika, and then oh, that must have and been what, 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 like like what, what Christian. But it's like is saying so is like, weird. oh, They're she smelling. can. Uh, was she licking? She can like. Uh, I uh, seem uh, like she was sniffing, like she was about to bite because she had that bite on her, and the demon was like thinking of biting uh, her. know. Yeah. <laughs> Since when do demons. <laughs> like, maybe it's like the like what Christian is saying is like they want like oh she can come back in the sequels and then like show up and because she's like off missing somewhere or whatever. But oh. man, her slid in her up, man that is so metal that that would be yeah pretty pretty cool um i'm i'm into that but oh well
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah.
3: oh no is there anything i was gonna say i was gonna look down at my notes and see if there's anything else that i want to say before i move on is there anything else you got christian that you wanted to
0: yeah so it's funny because obviously fifteen thousand dollar movie very low budget but one of the things that I liked was the general character build, which was very bare and very simple. But if you did the second time around or this time around, when I watched it, I really paid attention to like the scenes that they were shooting before the things started happening to kind of understand (sighs) what they were prepping. Mm, And they really built Mika's character because in the beginning, you know, he's doing this thing, but they keep saying these subtle lines that helps show that Mika's immature. Mika, yeah. he's the guy that doesn't believe in this or even if you give him all the proof in the world he doesn't believe in ghosts. Like this is completely against his ideology and then it shows how uncomfortable he gets throughout the movie but he still you never really see him being like oh shit demons are real. Like he he never admits it. And there's a there's a few times where You know him and Katie are fighting, and he says things like, "No, I'm in control. I'm in power." And it's crazy because that's a very—it's like a common thing in horror movies where you see this this one character who just doesn't believe in it or and whatnot. But his character in this movie was pushed to the limit of like demons are real, and he still wouldn't believe it. He still (laughs) he like knows something's happened. He acknowledges that something's happening. He's just like, oh, I gotta do my research. There's something mm. going on here. Like, there's some kind of like, like San Andreas, like you know, Santa Ana winds or some shit that's <laughs> coming in doing this. And he's like, he he, he like refuses. He's too stubborn uh-huh. to believe that ghosts or whatever is real. And there's plenty of people out there who are like that. Yeah,
1: I agree. yeah, totally.
0: It's, I honestly really enjoyed that part of the movie because it shows how successful it is. Because him acting like that creates, got so him much, killed?
2: huh? Got him killed, essentially. Is the it got, it, got him killed, happened. but it yeah. created
0: so much friction. He, he you're, dies. Like, you're like yelling at the screen, like, no, you idiot. Like, what are you doing? Like, definitely. Of, yeah, I, I really a lot
2: of the time I was like, going contrad- to get out of here.
3: He's so contradictory. I I really yeah. liked, especially like how much he would always preach of like, oh, I'm protecting you, I'm protecting you, and all yeah. this shit. And like immediately hears like, or he's so pissed off, like he doesn't want this doctor showing up, like, no, we don't need this doctor. doctor. I can oh. I can figure it out. I can figure it out. And then he immediately goes and buys a fucking Ouija board, which is the one thing you shouldn't do. And that was just, I don't know. That that that's that was the
0: one thing he said not borrowed. to do. The other doctor. I know
3: that, that pissed me off. I was oh, like, what? you stinker. And that being disrespectful to her own wishes of what she wanted and how he wasn't really trying to protect her. He's trying to protect his own ego and he was trying to impose and project on onto her like his own wants and needs instead of actually like attuning to the situation's needs of of what of what uh, what needed to happen and how he could actually help. And that was, I think. Yeah. Like one of the strongest that could have even been pursued more where it's like that pursuit could be your downfall and everything. And they're uh, them looking for help in all the wrong places sort of thing. Like and how inevitable it seemed that it was going to come for her, which, yeah, like one of our favorites is uh, it follows in that inevitability of something always that dread always coming for you no matter what. It's that kind of yeah. stuff is is really like my. My cup of tea since we've kind of been jumping more into these spooky movies um yeah i think i guess my i looking at some of my notes i think one of mine was like that fucking website that he found i don't know oh my how, god i don't know how he found it but he's like yeah this diane girl like oh yeah the 1960s here's this one web page that talks all about her and he's like i just don't know how he found that web page and why that web page exists the way that it does but <laughs>
0: I think they touch on that in the sequels.
3: Oh, really? Someone making that website page?
0: Well, not even making that (laughs) website page, but they actually touch on, like, the actual girl. Right. Oh, Diane. Yeah. They create create continuity. like They create continuity. Like, oh, this is when it switches from her to this
3: Oh, so it's And then it switches over to the girl, her as a young girl, after Diane. Gotcha.
0: Honestly, out of all of them. This is, like, the episode four. I even saw the the Mexico one, the one in Mexico, which was like oh, a little was scary. Is that the most recent one? It, most no, recent? It, it was like called the Marked Ones. I don't oh. think it was the most recent, but uh, two, <laughs> three, four. They've had seven. They've had seven. Really? That many? What? Yeah. Oh my god!
3: I thought there were only five. I thought that was the most recent one. Oh, whatever, man.
0: They have Paranormal Activity one, two, three, the and then the marked ones ghost dimension oh my god you're right ghost
3: next of kin it looked like the third one had the most that was like the prequel i would i would be that was the little girls half curious about the prequel one and just to like at least satiate my curiosity a bit of like so do they have found footage in that one too like what is that in like the 80s or something do they set up like home videos and shit
0: they, they, ha- I, I forget why they had the video cameras, but it oh, was her and cameras. her sister. And it was basically all this oh, stuff, like videos. the thing she talked about in the movie about like, yeah, me, me and my sister, we would see the shadowy figure standing over my bed and she would see it and it would freak us out. Like they literally had, they made that into a movie and it was pretty right. scary. Uh-huh. And their room was in like this loft uh-huh. So it was like kind of open, but it was there. And then right at the loft in the corner, there was this little door to oh. this like little closet. Thing. It, it was pretty scary. And it was all within the film. It was, it was, yeah. it was good. I, the third that seems was, like the perfect,
3: shit. perfect direction to, to take it. And that's what I'm curious about. Um, I'm not sure what our next movie is, but I know one movie we're, we'll be doing this month is that Ouija prequel. And I think that's one that's going to be interesting too, to see Mm -hmm. how they set up in a very good way. So I've heard a very crappy movie, which is the original Ouija movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're just like, Oh no, that actual prequel would be more, more interesting. And it seems like some of the prequel elements that they introduce in this movie, I'm like, Oh, that sounds pretty interesting about her childhood. But um, yeah, I think that was, and then like, yeah, he burns the cross. I thought that was like, a weird thing to get get back at the devil is you're going to burn a cross. Like you don't even know what you're doing anymore. Miko. Like I know that she's clenching it so hard and and that whole, whole thing. And he just looks, he's like, this is the cross's fault. It's like, isn't that the thing that's going to keep the demon away a little bit? Ah, whatever. Oh, Uh, right. Yeah. There was the money, money Python, uh, reference where he, he was like, what is your quest? What is your favorite color? That's pretty much it. I have like, what is Coinnet? But who gives a fuck? Um, on We yeah. find out that he's a day trader. That's, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I'm going to go on to. Uh, <laughs> Something you can do at home. Yeah, I was like, this guy getting into crypto right now. This looks like a crypt- yeah. crypto Oh, right He right totally here. would have. Yeah, this, yeah is, he, this is the crypto guy. He's right a again. millionaire. He, yep. he, w- he did.
2: <laughs> I mean, it was just the two of them. Their house is nice. They're in San Diego. That house is pretty big for just the two of them.
0: I mean, it was his house. I don't know if you noticed. He said, this is my house. Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: Doctor,
3: I wanted to know where that doctor was coming from because he's just like, hey, any any excuse to come to yeah.
2: San Diego? LA, I <laughs> all right. I love that. <laughs> you yeah. hear it. Oh, my God. All the fucking time. It's like, yeah, the go to thing. Where is he oh, coming always, from? Oh, always happy like to come yeah, down. Live in
3: Riverside.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> 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 Paris. <laughs> Hey, what's up? Hey, Paris, that, up? That, hey, that, Paris that, represent. That. us where, where <laughs> I live. Hey, represent Paris, baby. Hey, Famous. Paris, California. P E R R I S. Um, okay, yeah. That's, what am I doing? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing <laughs> fucking <laughs> reviews here from the from the critics. And we never. I don't think we said the scores. Christian, you did a fucking phenomenal job introducing, but I think we might have forgotten these these numbees. I, I did not say
0: the scores.
3: Yeah. I uh, do not blame you. We did not give you that information. That is our fault, if anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> christian rubino ladies and gentlemen our so new our, our new host <laughs> our new host uh yes um certified fresh movie from critics this movie we i i mean that's Crazy. that's something that we don't get here very often is the critics favorite movie but this is yeah. certified fresh 83 percent from critics and audience gave it a 57 just kind of like whatever about it this is very surprising to me this this yeah. whole dynamic of, of these scores people
2: like, were so scared james that's yeah. what it is they had they got online and they're like fuck this movie <laughs> it's too scary i mean i i, I because I'm, 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 I'm definitely like trying to understand why that's the case because i feel like this I is like <laughs> this is yeah <laughs> such a simple premise spawned what did we say? Seven movies. I feel like like
1: the audience, us, yeah.
3: yeah, I'm sure some of those other reviews. I'm I'm curious what what the audience read rated some of those other ones, but I I don't uh, know. Not to good. to think of this, yeah. <laughs> all right Well, but to think of this not as good. like a critic, fate like I don't know. Let's look into the yeah. Criterion Collection. Oh
2: yes, Paranormal
3: activities. <laughs> <Criterion, laughs> let's
0: take it. Um, I feel like it was the critics rated it correctly, but like the movie was an accident. Like I don't think like they a happy planned incident, on yeah. making it like this epic, like quintessential movie that led to a genre within mm-hmm. a genre of horror. Like yeah. I don't think this was the plan. I think these people just tried something out, and they did pretty okay with like storyline and concept, and it just hit off, hit it off with America.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be crazy if that was their <laughs> expectations. Or like with this
0: fifteen thousand dollars, you will see. What i will create
3: and they it, it was a, it the whole time
0: it was around the same time not too much too many years after napoleon dynamite i was thinking was also yeah i was yeah. thinking
3: about that movie mm. too man it's it's uh yeah that will never cease to happen and never cease to like i don't know it's, it's always fun when those those things kind of drop even something like rocky or something with sylvester Stallone mm. or some shit you know it's like that's those are just the best best kind of stories and them most interesting movies to watch with some of that context. And you know, I think I'm Brandon. I think you came with, with some of like more of the, the facts of, of it all. And I, I appreciate that. Cause that just adds so much to uh, the discussion of, of figuring out like why it is the way that it is. And um, there's even a whole documentary, like a 90 minute documentary, which looks like it's, I don't know. It could be kind of up its own ass about the paranormal activity Fran, like franchise and all the movies there's like a documentary about it but um i did not take the time to to watch that so
2: we'll just we'll move on to you know what's crazy to me is the uh on rotten tomatoes the paranormal activity page at the top of it is a video with jason blum <laughs> it's not yeah, even yeah, anybody in, in, the, in this movie <laughs> this movie is just really the start of a uh yeah a trend should and i play I, the
3: video should i see what happens well then sure, you, you guys won't hear it no it's okay
2: i and i feel like that's a te- uh, this is a situation where the i don't know yeah like the critics get it they get the importance of this and it's like i don't know yeah
3: the cinematic stylings i i don't mm. know i think i think they're they're taken with it but i just it still plays like pulpy fun horror with with mm-hmm. a lot of jump scares like I, it just seems like something that audiences would would eat up but it doesn't seem like super challenging like i, I don't know uh let's let's delve into this let's see what, I, what i'm excited what about these reviews to yeah entertainment we're gonna start from the tippy top work our way down in uh yeah. the scale of of fresh to rotten from uh owen Gleiberman, entertainment weekly gives it a 91 says with with its this is really happening vibe Paranormal activity scrapes away 30 years of encrusted nightmare cliches. The fear is real. All right. Because the fear is really in you. Mm -hmm. It was in you the whole time. From AV Club, Nathan Rabin gives it an 83. The film loses some of its grimy verisimilitude. Toward the end, but it's nevertheless a surprisingly effective low-budget shocker with a sensibility as current as the latest viral videos. Wow. rooted in the suggestive less is more atmospherics of Val Luton. I don't know who Val Luton is, but that that viral video thing, man, that, yeah, where it's like people would show me a video and be like, oh, my God, this alien is in the background of this shot. It's totally proof that aliens exist now. Um <laughs> but uh or like war of the worlds like where people will like listen to war of the worlds on their radios and like oh my god we're really really getting attacked by aliens um i'll move on from time magazine richard corliss gives it an 80 beyond the viral ingenuity viral again beyond the viral ingenuity of the marketing what's cool about pa is that it's not just a fun thrill ride it's an instructive artistic experience. A horror movie revisionist, Pelly follows a less is more strategy. Wow. Yeah, I agree. From LA Times, Betsy Sharkey gives it an 80. Pelly works at mining the unknown, the unknowable, like a minimalist, using small, small moments and virtually no special effects exceedingly well. They just love those, those practical elements. From Rolling Stone, Peter Travers gives it a seventy-five. With a with a fifteen thousand dollar budget, too puny to empty a petty cash drawer, the no frills paranormal activity comes packed with thrills. Fuck yeah! Too empty to, too puny to empty a petty cash drawer. uh, Yeah, Uh,
2: because I think there's something as lovers of film. That the critics are, (laughs) yeah, I, I think they will always champion like a, a win like this. Given the, given how this accomplishes its mission effectively mm-hmm, and is yeah. done for very little money, yeah. it is something that you're just like. We need to say this is good, mm-hmm. you know. Whether obviously, yeah, it has a lot of deficiencies, but mm-hmm. you know, you do, yeah, you have yeah, you back that into the the cheapness of it. You're like, oh, here's a fresh filmmaker getting a movie in a theater costs mm-hmm. only fifteen thousand. Wow, yeah, there's a lot to like yeah. if you're a fan of movies, like, and just in the in the broad sense of the word. Absolutely, hour and a
0: half, quick movie, dude. Right? Oh, definitely doesn't
3: overstay its welcome. And yeah, I think for critics, it's like what there's a buzz going on about this thing, and it's like getting down to the point of it is is great, and then also understanding that like they achieve that, yeah, with with uh, (laughs) relatively little funds is is something that is nice to see people applaud. It's in. Yeah, we'll we'll move on to audiences yeah we'll just yeah we'll just move on to audiences at this point in time um because yeah they they were a little less than favorable not like downright like terrible Mm -hmm. but not like super super stoked on it um so (laughs) we will no yeah yeah, like super stoked Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like, you're not, you're not, you're not, like super stoked on it.
2: Um, I didn't know they were chill like that.
3: This it's misleading though, and this is like the this is like the hard part about online reviews and and quantitatively like trying to come to a direct point of like how people feel about it because my usual review site that I pull these from Amazon. Amazon. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, interesting Amazon, emphasis there. Amazon.
2: Uh, fine tooth comb. <laughs> fine tooth comb. Uh, is a
0: f- <laughs> fine tooth, comb. <laughs> a fine tooth, tooth comb. comb? Fine tooth comb, fine tooth comb. Amazon Prime,
2: and that's a, Sun Prime. A, a a famous weird reading by uh Q in the James Bond series. I can't, I, I, it's I believe it's Roger Moore, maybe like Spy Who Loved Me, but like around that era. And yeah, he just uh, the craziest line reading where the emphasis was on tooth. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, tooth
3: the comb whole meaning <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fine tooth comb. So on uh, Amazon Prime, um, they give it a average of four point four out of five with six thousand 6, ratings. So it's yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is like kind of yeah. lower on on the on the totem poll of uh, audience reviews but I'll, I'll go through some of their their low reviews here um from john walzer gives it a one one star out of five titled the only thing that will frighten you is the endless tedium goes on to say horrible and not in a good way i'm at a loss as to why so many people think this film is great it is basically a 90 minute home movie. The most boring, God awful dull home movie I've ever seen. People sleeping, people walking, people talking, endlessly talking. And a 30 second ending from tales from the crypt. If tales had, had, had a budget of $1 and 65 cents, people would give this thing four or five stars would give five stars to a, f- to film of a faucet dripping for 90 minutes. <laughs> ooh, ooh, he's on fire. Uh, And aside from the glacial pace, the plot has another problem. Our young couple live in a palatial home that apparently has about 65 rooms. I don't know how many bedrooms there were, all of them stuffed with furniture and decorations and other goodies. Yet nobody ever mentions an income and neither of our heroes ever seems to leave the house. What? If with all their wealth, they could have simply walked out of their haunted house and found a new one. End of problem. And then the rest of us would have been spared this cinematic vacuum. Did, did they lose, the did they lose track of the geography of the house? I, I mean,
0: Did they watch it though? Like, you know <laughs> what their jobs are. There's three bedrooms on the second floor. And plus yeah. the whole point of the movie was that the demon follows the girl. You can't leave the house. And then the problem goes away.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and they said, they. what do you mean? 65 rooms. They lost track of like, there was no room in there that, was new that like didn't track in the there was the there's a room that like they were it's clearly dedicated like when we do have a child this will be the child's room and then this is the guest room and they have their room and i don't know Then then they had the
2: kitchen and the living room shit and then in the kitchen there's the you go right and then that's the way to the garage the garage Mm -hmm. has on on, in that route i think there's a bathroom and then there's a laundry room yeah yeah and then the the outside looks like yeah,
3: yeah, and it's like a San Diego yeah. house. Like, welcome to it's like, San Diego. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it's just like my cousin's house. Honestly, it's, yeah, it's just really like the same way
2: my house growing up. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's I don't know what yeah. that God. What is, sixty-five that's kind of,
0: rooms? He was just like I'm 65. lost. Where are we? Um, yeah. from Richard. I could have seen a better bad review.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I rate that review at one star. Yeah, uh, from Richard K. One star out of five. Titled the worst movie I've ever seen. When it comes clear that nothing would happen in this movie other than the couple wandering what, wondering what the strange noises they were hearing in the night were, I fast-forwarded to the end, where the strange noise occurred one last time before whatever was making the strange noise used the girl's body to kill her boyfriend. The movie ended with writing on the screen, saying his body was found the next day, but his girlfriend has not been found to this day. So I'm assuming it was a true story. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: What is that? What is this review? <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
3: I've never had someone just flip like so blatantly just be like, yeah, this movie fucking sucked. I watched the beginning fast forwarded to the end and it was completely true. And I hate it. <laughs> I'm so confused. Um, from golden Sparrow, uh, one star out of five titled plot runs on stupid choices. If the characters in the film were acting like smart people, then there would be no plot. Even someone who complete, who is completely inexperienced with demon influence slash demon possession cases can say the words, go to a church. Common sense tells you that you do not use a Ouija board or a seance to try and talk to it. Instead, this is an exercise in let's all do stupid.
2: (laughs) What you should be saying is how old are you? Where are you? Are you you Joseph Smith? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> i had a hard time you played finishing, finishing this film Christian? i think it was a bit of an insult to i have my not intelligence played Phasmophobia and taste is, uh, well is material.
2: uh it's a ghost hunting game uh on steam and then it also has a vr of it that's really fun and we, uh, god yeah i don't know if we should uh, play sometime
0: yeah especially I mean, in the I spooky season, vr
2: oh really i don't know if it's on there but still i'm sorry okay yeah. but yeah <laughs>
3: It's a very fun game. And I was thinking about it a lot during this movie, especially when he was wandering around going like, what is your quest? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is your favorite color? It's like, that's a lot of phasmophobia, the game you walk around <laughs> and like, as the, it uses your microphone. So you can like say things and then oh, the wow. ghost will be wandering around the house or wherever you're at the campsite or something. And, uh, <laughs> it'll hear you like say certain things to it. And then it'll be like, I'm near. And you're like, Oh shit. Ugh. Like right. When you ask the question, it's, it's, uh, it's like a very popular game since COVID times. I think is like mm. when it got really it popular. Sounds
0: but. Really creepy.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we're not like big creepy like you. Since we started this podcast, we've been del- we've been jumping into more creepy movies. Brandon and I have been play- playing Resident Evil. Like I don't, we've become we've been, become creepy guys.
1: Resident, <laughs> we're, we're Resident not, Evil.
3: We're a couple of fucking with, like, hardcore horror dudes now. You guys have seen <laughs> it happen in action.
0: Resident yeah. Evil is pretty scary if you play yeah. with like all the lights off and the sound up. It's yeah. pretty scary.
2: It's, uh, Resident Evil Seven is one of the scariest games ever. That's on my list, man. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, you got to stream that this month. I'll do it. I'll fucking
2: do it. And uh, then Christian, you got to play some uh, Phasmophobia when you do a stream of that. That's uh, a that's a great I'm game. I'm gonna
0: play it. I, hopefully, it's on PlayStation. I I paid like all this money for this VR thing, and I I play. I think I. It's not I just strictly Spider-Man VR. Game and then. I know, but VR is just that. Uh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, i never excited. VR yeah. it's
2: probably cool. You can um, probably hook up your the, your system to the computer. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. I, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking <laughs> plugs and cables.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll do like a, I'll do a couple more um, from Blue Tier, one star out of five. Titled "Having Dealt with the Paranormal Myself," this movie is absolute garbage. Ooh! Slam. <laughs> Things started happening to me. <laughs> Things started happening to me and my family from the age of seven. I'll be 58 next month. Anyone not familiar with different entities might think this is worth watching, but dealing with this stuff myself for almost my entire life, this movie is just absolute garbage. This person has lived their whole life with paranormal experience as well. They probably went to this movie just like, no, not wrong. No, no. Um, <laughs> that seems I like give, also- I want to
0: give him a video camera.
3: Yeah, give that. Yeah. All yeah, <laughs> right. Video camera. Get What you um, got from Mongo pop titled acting question mark. One star. The dialogue and acting sucks so bad. I FF to a scene where someone supposedly or something supposedly happened. But both times the sheet supposedly moved. The camera was jerked, So you couldn't really see what happened. Since they circled an area on the bed, the ghost wasn't the one that jerked the camera. Don't waste your time. I think the posts raving about the movie were probably written by those involved as well. Mm-hmm. So is this the case with like serious horror movie people or like certain kinds of horror movie people where they pick a horror movie and they fast forward straight to the scary parts to see how intense it is. Yeah. Kind of I could see, like see that opening that their is. presents before Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, we're like yeah fighting out what you're getting and then waiting until it just makes right? horror
2: seem so transactional right you're like yeah. i'm actually buying mm-hmm. this because i want to see violence or i want to see you know mm-hmm. adjacent whatever yeah um yeah it seems very yeah like oh
0: okay but it's not made for them like the horror is meant for people who get into the story and that's how it's built
3: the slow burn you know, baby they, i mean that's that's yeah, what i've that's come i've come to learn is like oh i they i can find these types of horror movies that do fit my fancy and those are yeah generally kind of like those those slow burn movies and um sci-fi stuff i like sci-fi stuff <laughs> yep
1: uh, and i <laughs> no.
3: like i like claustrophobic shit too you know it's just uh yeah and, and this one it's just uh i think the narrative was harmed by some of those claustro- claustrophobic elements uh before we move on to final thoughts does anyone want to say anything about polarizing opinions? It's like, it seems like the audience was just nonplussed by, uh, the horror. <laughs> elements, the scares. That's I'm still stumped. I feel like we didn't get to the full bottom of it besides just some people that are just, yeah, that like, I guess we got, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe we did. It's just people are, are uh, it just seems cheap. Like and, but then even the yeah. ratings are off like Amazon audience likes it. And so, but Ron tomatoes audience doesn't, it's, it's,
1: uh, mm-hmm
3: it's an interesting thing that like it's still worthwhile going through this exercise to understand how things are represented online and how it's worthwhile getting into yourself to figure out how you feel about it i think that's always been i don't know kind of what i'm gradually coming to terms with our mission statement is like yeah there's all this shit out there telling you how to think and what's good or what's bad but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's best yeah to just get in there with yourself if you have the time to do it And, uh, for us, those have been polarizing things, which have, have been interesting to try to arrive at your own opinions about, uh, cause a lot of times I'll base mine off of other people (laughs) (laughs) just be like, how do other people feel? you know, Mm. how am I supposed to think about it? Like, Oh, like even with no, I watched Nope and I was like, I heard, and I, I generally like that movie, but I've just heard other things where it's just like, Oh, now I even like it more. Like. Some people don't like it, but it's like I, I hear certain details about it, and how to, how to think about certain movies. It's like makes me realize how dumb I am, and then how much uh, more, I, how much better I can be at um, critically watching something and and actively watching something. That being said, uh, I like oh, to yeah. do uh, yeah. We can do some final thoughts, and then Christian, if you have time, I have a little game to play. if you want, <laughs> if you want to play afterwards? So it'll be very quick. Yeah, uh, sure. Hell yeah. But if you, do you want to start with your thoughts and your score or would you care? Uh, what order it's, it's, would you care to go in? It's Katie.
2: Oh my <laughs> Katie. God. Uh, we just had a paranormal activity. Uh, activity
3: right Something moved By behind Katie. Christian. <laughs> I'm scared. Which Katie, uh, which
0: Katie is it? Final thoughts, final thoughts. So we talked about this a lot in the beginning and I'm going to reiterate it, which is, this movie, though it wasn't the first of the found film or found video genre, it created a its own genre within the horror genre of still like focusing on the same area and creating stress and tension. That that's the biggest thing, especially if you look at the critics reviews. The biggest thing was the amount of stress and the amount of anxiety that this this movie brings out with the simplicity of a still shot with very little to see. And then focusing on the details creates so much stress and anxiety, which builds on the horror and the scariness of the movie. That's one of the things I really liked about this movie. And I think that's one of the things they did really well. And it, it shows how the critics really appreciated that. Though the dialogue wasn't the best, The cry, like she was crying. She covered herself. Like, I'm not saying this woman deserved a, you know, an Oscar for her work. But I think if you look at the core of the movie and what it was trying to do and how the audience received it and how the audience really felt, I think it did its job. I think this movie was fantastic in terms of like what what it was. It was Mm. a scary. it, It was a very simple, scary movie. And at the time it challenged a lot of the status quo. A lot of people didn't even know if this movie was an actual real documentary or whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I thought, I thought it did great. So I think for what it was, if I were to give it, give it a rating, I would say a solid 87, percent That's my, that's my rating for what it did and nice. you know, for what it did, what it, it does. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: what it does, what, what it do. did, what it do. but it does uh Um, brandy you want to go next yeah 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 yeah. i'll go um yeah there's something so wonderful about a um a movie that uh, sets out and accomplishes a very like uh, yeah uh it's seemingly simple goal uh to you know and in this case it's really to make people scared and uh this movie's pretty good at doing that um and yeah it's it's also there's something wonderful about this where it it's yeah you don't i'm trying to like the budget of it uh you know it's great that and we should champion a movie that doesn't require a lot of money and can elicit as strong as a response as any big budget movie and so yeah um I love movies and I I and I approve this message. Uh, <laughs> that's how that's how I feel about it. <laughs> God. My name is
0: Grady Tables and I approve of this. Message. <laughs> I approve this message.
2: Yeah. Um I don't know cool. i just yeah it, anything any, anything bad about this movie is really just because of its restrictions and so since it still was able to fundamentally scare and entertain yeah i'm gonna i'm like in the hand-holding club almost with christian here i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go 82
3: hell yeah i'm uh i i think the restrictions restrictions uh are something that I can highlight just for a second where yeah like I like I was saying earlier where you know yeah maybe you don't get the full picture like a a normal movie would where it's able to go from place to place to a, a place of work and all that stuff it is very confined to the house but I I've this whole time been going back and forth on like the pros and cons of it and it's just uh and the nature of doing a found footage movie and I think for the most part they Executed it pretty well, and they use that sort of styling as a way, as like for a reason. And it was narratively like strew like sewn into the plot by like Mika having such a strong connection with the camera. The camera literally like turns on, he buys it and turns it on. And that's how the movie starts, is like the camera like turns Mm -hmm. on. And like that's a pretty that's a pretty cool effect. If you have fifteen thousand dollars and you have to make a movie. And you go into a house with a camera like I don't this is like one of the best things you could really come that could come out of it. So it's like I'm glad we have that context and we're able to give it it's it's due for for that, um, you know, and even if, yeah, maybe some of the some of the acting and, and whatnot isn't like completely the the type of professional that you professional sort of acting that you maybe see in, in Hollywood or or whatever. But there is something mm-hmm. that is endearing to that even as as well um and it kind of makes you buy in at an either buy in or you don't at it at an early point maybe that's explained some of the polarizing opinions as well of like people aren't willing to sit for that burn which i don't even feel like this one is that slow of a burn it's again it's like 90 minutes um i think it it has good economy of space in terms of like geographically setting up the the house the buildup of, of the moments, um, I think are pretty effective. Uh, it is somewhat formulaic in terms of like how it sets those moments up. And yeah, like you were saying, Brandon, you can mix those nights up in any sort of order and it wouldn't have any effect on like the the narrative plot necessarily. Um, but all that, yeah, all that said, I think it's effective in what I was trying to do. I'm pretty harsh on these found footage things at this, this point in my life, especially in terms of like how these things age. And that's what I was, Criticizing the whole yep. time of like, does this hold up? I I don't know. Um, and overall, like, I got some little chills. I got some goosebumps, yeah. you know. Like, especially like those sounds. I thought like with the bass and everything. Mm-hmm. And like there was the one where she gets she gets up. She looks at. I think it's the la- it's yeah. the last one. I think right it's where awful, she looks yeah. at him and he walks down, and then you hear the scream and the bang, mm. and her screams and and like and then how it make mi- even mixed up some of the audio editing was pretty pretty sweet like how it mixed up her voice with like the demon's voice on some of those moments was like subtle and and effective in, the, in that way and uh we've said it before too it's just like those when those limitations are placed and you thrive within limitations that's something i love to applaud as well um i yeah, yeah. i still i i still am am, am praising and praising uh it a lot i'll give it a lower than you guys but still still very favorable 78 uh for this movie and and uh -hmm. i think it it fits within you know like lists of horror movies you know whatever whatever it is like especially if there's like a found footage list of horror like a best found footage list of horror movies it's like it's earned its place within there and and to know the story of it is like uh, what horror movies kind of are about. That's like, what Sam Raimi did with fucking Evil Dead. Is he fucking rented a cabin mm-hmm, and made mm-hmm. a movie? It's like, that's what this movie is. They rented a house and they made a fucking movie. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty cool for that. Um, that'll wrap up our discussion of that. You guys want to play a little game? Yeah, baby. I want to play a game. Do you
0: want uh, to play, me, uh, want to play a game? I'll be right back. He's back.
3: Please. Yeah, yeah. Brandon and I Please. will riff because we're professional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, podcasters <laughs> Dude. reprobation of podcasters so Brandon and I will be starting that Resident Evil 7 game here very soon I bought it on Steam and it's downloaded it's ready to go is there any tips that you give me before I before I start this this venture because no, I'm kind fucking terrified
2: uh, no because like it was the craziest thing for that to be my real first entry the kind of yeah. <laughs> because you know, I, I guess I like, obviously you and me played six, I think a six or seven and, um, five or
3: six, one of those
2: we played. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Something like that. And it was, God, it's, it's really not like how the series fundamentally is like mm-hmm. what the, what the core is about it, but seven definitely is. And the first person element of it is so much scarier. Oh, um, uh, but no, since you played the other, other games, like it's, um, yeah, you you'll understand like how a door will have like a key with a particular symbol on it you know, all of that shit. Mm
3: -hmm. I feel like I should watch like Texas chainsaw massacre or something before. I know we watched, uh, I've never seen it. And we watched like X recently too. That was another scary movie we watched recently. And that one kind of reminded me of like, what I little that I know of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I feel like I just mm-hmm. that's that's something I just got to check off my list is is uh is that one. Does it mm-hmm. and then we got to watch that prequel to X. Pearl. Yeah. Pearl. I think mm-hmm. Oh man. Carl, I heard this like this quote from Martin Scorsese. Yeah. What he, did he say? Saying that, like he really like. Like that, that Pearl movie, yeah. And
2: he was F- like, Good, 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 good. Which, uh, well, I, I mean, he's now a then at that point because, like, uh, Ty West, right? Yeah, I is think that that's right. Direct- oh, okay, Ty West, yeah. What is he? What else has he done? Um, Did he
3: do Slow West? Well, let me that's a good movie, that too. would be funny. Uh, but I, <laughs> he's like, Oh, what should I call my movie? Um. So, this article about Scorsese talking about uh, Pearl. In a review sent to A24 and published by Slash Films, Scorsese called Pearl a deeply disturbing horror movie that is mesmerizing and wild. West and Goth co wrote the prequel, which world pre- premiered at the Venice Film Festival. Ty West's movies have a kind of energy that is so rare these days. This is Scorsese's quote. <laughs> Uh, Ty West movies have a kind of energy that is so rare these days, powered by a pure, undiluted love for cinema," Scorsese said. "You oh feel it girl. in every frame. A prequel to X made it made in a diametrically opposed opposite cinematic register. Think '50s scope, color melodramas. Pearl makes mm. for a wild, mesmerizing, deeply, and I mean deeply disturbing 102 minutes. West and his muse and creative partner Mia Goth really know oh. how to toy with their audience." before they plunge the knife into our chest and start twisting. Scorsese added, I was enthralled, then disturbed, then so unsettled that I had trouble getting to sleep, but I couldn't stop watching. So we'll have to catch that. Wow. One. That uh, X movie is very un- unsettling as well. Um, so you guys want to play a little game?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Okay. So game. this this week on magnetized we're playing magnetized christian let me explain the rules let me let me take a step back we're doing horror movies on on the game which is called magnetized and in this game i will be giving you the name of a movie and this movie will have as opposed to polarize it will have magnetized ratings where the audience and the critics agree wholeheartedly on the exact same score and Mm -hmm. it's up to you to guess what that score is that they agree on. Does this make sense?
0: It it makes sense. It sounds like a really hard game.
3: Yes, mm. but there's only two of you, and I will take yeah. whoever's closest, and I have mm. full faith in you that... Uh, Christian goes first. Yeah, and Christian goes first on this first one. Okay, so we, we'll start with a mm-hmm. relatively known movie, and then we'll get weirder from there. And yes. uh, there's no backup movies. You just got to deal with it, even if you don't know the movie. This this week, um, we're starting with to you, Christian. What is the rating of Silence of the Lambs, according to Rotten Tomatoes? That is agreed upon by critics and audiences to be the exact same score.
0: So I'm giving you a number between one and one hundred. One and one hundred,
3: yeah. and you're trying to get closest <laughs> to what you think they agree the movie deserves as a rating.
0: 92.
3: 92 from Cristiano Robino. I'm gonna say 95. 95 from Brandon.
1: <gasps> ding 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 ding. We, 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 we,
3: we. we have an exact exact answer that exactly hit the exact score of the of the movie. It was a ninety-five percent. Oh my and Brandon fucking nailed it you got 95%. So I don't know, that like
2: out the gate, out the gate. I don't know, man. There.
3: That should be like instant win. That's fucking crazy. I will not give you instant win, but
2: no, no, no. You
3: all. you need some you need a some sort of certificate or something. That's crazy. Okay, so That was impressive. That's that kind of blew my mind. <laughs> I was I'm sh- I'm shook. Uh <laughs> So, we'll move on from that make okay. sure Christian this time you just get the exact same score. Cause that was a really fucking good
2: guess from you <laughs> 92, but it just wasn't good. It, it was a really good guess. Yeah. Yeah. A um, really, really good guess. Cause the uh, silence of the lambs is a movie where like everybody agrees. It's a really, really good movie.
3: Yeah.
0: Fantastic
2: movie. Now
3: I'm going to get more difficult with it. Uh, we're going to move on to you, Brandini. What is the agreed upon score for the strangers the strangers who's in that i believe Liv tyler was in that who else Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: um scott speedman The
0: people with the mask
3: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the creepy mask that just roll up to somebody's uh, house and they kill them because they were home is the is the plot of that movie it's (laughs) right it's fucked it's fucked it builds up all the way and they tie them up at the end and they're like, why are you doing this? And they're like, because you were yes, home. Yeah. Oh, Fucked uh, you. so edgy. Um, it's very funny games with them.
2: I am going to give that movie a 62%. We got a 62 from
3: Brandini. What do you think? Christian, for The Strangers, did you ever see that movie?
0: I did. I did 68. Too. 68
3: brandini you take it yet again it was a 48 everyone agrees it's a
2: 48 wow it's even everyone's just
3: like 48 perfect Yikes! Uh, yeah so we will play this one just for fun if you guys want to do one more round because brandy kind of got the best two out of three um but we will do this for fun to you christian escape room if you get this exactly right, I will give you three fucking points. I yeah. swear to God, I will.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's
3: in that movie again? Oh my God, I don't even know. I think this is another Bloom situation. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think so. so. It has. I feel like it has like Bloom. I just Bloom I energy. Just search, yeah, <laughs> it's got Bloom energy. I love that. I just searched escape room, thinking that would just give me the movie, and then it was like, "Hey, you want to go to escape room? Escape room? <laughs> Those are fun. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to one." There's-
0: uh, oh you never it, oh we gotta go. Yeah 54.
3: Oh wow the Experience score is actually evil the score's actually frayed a bit since I made this list, but I'm just gonna pretend that it's it's the same. That's funny. Uh let's see. It has I don't know if there's anyone recognizable. Um God, I don't even know these people, so I can't discern who which is the their real name and which is their okay. Taylor Russell, Logan Miller, Deborah Ann Wall, Tyler Labine, J L S. No
2: idea.
3: I don't know any of these people. It's a scary escape room movie. Yeah. There, what if there was an escape room where you actually
2: a, had to escape. It, yeah. It's a movie based off a trend. Yes.
0: That that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Hmm. What would you rate what's that? A,
2: what's a nightmare score?
0: Uh, 54.
3: 54. Okay. All right, Brandy. I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to
2: say uh 32, 32.
3: Christian you got the last one it was a 51. You're very, you you very, very close. You're very close. You got some good guesses. Even like wow. 68 was very close. I don't know.
0: Should we go to 5? So ah.
3: I could pull out some extras if you guys are enjoying the game.
0: I feel like oh, yeah. I'm lightning round. Lightning round. Okay, the double or nothing. <laughs> all right, all right, if Christian totally.
2: if Christian gets this he he wins. All right, well we're moving
3: on past probably scary movies at this point cuz I'm not sure if I can come up with uh other other scary movies um oh here we go i I mean this is this is one but this is again gonna be one that like you may not know but it's kind of scary suspiria the remake of suspiria
1: oh
2: not disturbia
3: it's a ballet ballerina vampire movie
2: whoa yeah i've definitely not seen that that sounds crazy though it's fucking great I love And Tom York does this, does the, Ooh, okay. Does okay. the score. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely not a Rihanna song. Um, <laughs> I, I think with, what was the name of the movie again?
3: Suspiria. A ballerina Wait, vampire movie with a score from Tom York and from the director who did Call Me By Your Name.
0: Oh, whoa. I'm going to go with a great 47. Movie. And a
3: remake of a 60s horror movie. I think it's a 60s horror movie. You, what did you say? 67?
2: Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Ooh, okay. It's
3: gonna be a eighty-six. Eighty-six. Oh fuck! I believe this is Christian at a sixty-five. I think you are one away from winning <laughs> from beating Brandon because you have a forty-seven, and Brandon has an eighty-six. So you guys are tied now. So now <laughs> this is the tiebreaker. Yeah,
0: tiebreaker.
2: Oh, tie okay, okay, okay. I thought that was double or nothing, but okay. Well, we, he, he said
3: three out of five. Okay, gotcha. I,
0: you said that we could do tiebreaker. Yeah. We, we should do, let's do a tiebreaker. It'll be more fun this way. Uh, I, think, I okay. think
3: so too. Let's see here. Let's see if I can find find one that uh, that maybe you guys might know, but I was trying to find scary movies, but I don't think that's going to happen. Let's do one I think you guys will know called Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss.
0: Ooh, ooh, that's a good one.
3: Who, whoever wants to go first. Yeah.
0: This yeah, is the tiebreaker.
3: 98. We got a ninety-eight. 98. From the Brandini.
0: 88.
3: We got an 88 from Christian.
0: <laughs> and Christian's
3: gonna take it. It was a 91. <laughs> you guys are so good at this. See, like you think it's so hard this game, but you guys are like really close. Like a lot damn, of the times damn wow well done good game Woo. Yeah. oh he did a little wow. heel, he felt like a heel click that was awesome he did like a sit down heel click i
0: i i use i use the chair, like <laughs> the chair and right
3: there, yeah. hell yeah well congratulations christian this has been magnetized this has been polarized uh Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it so Thank much you so much, man. You can come Fantastic. back anytime to do introductions yep. and, uh, and join us to watch movies or just hang out and play uh world of Warcraft or whatever. Um,
0: Definitely the latter.
3: Yes. Uh, Brandini. <laughs> what is our, what is our next movie for, for uh, next time?
2: That's a great question. And I think we're. I'm gonna leave it a mystery. We're gonna.
3: That's cool. <laughs> we're we're not gonna tell the people. Oh yeah. I mean, we already told them last time that we were doing House of D, and that movie mis- that episode <laughs> <Yeah>. mysteriously vanished <laughs> into the ether. I'll never.
2: There's a lot of yeah. Yeah, it's like that going going one like on. sweetest yeah. thing,
3: and then like that uncharted w- one episode. Whatever. We won't. We won't talk about it. They're just yeah, paranormal demon, activity. Maybe
1: paranormal
3: <laughs> idea it might be a demon. I don't know. The House of D no. episode with uh. With uh, our good friend Dave is 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 gone forever, but uh, he'll be back another time, and and we'll yeah. and we'll see him again. For now, this has been a fucking awesome ep with you guys, Christian. Absolutely. I will thank Gentleman. you one more time. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, hope we didn't take too much of your time.
0: Uh, no, 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 it was good times, good times, boys. I, I would love to intro another. Ain't, Fuck yeah, yeah,
3: you're naturally L- fucking Love male, it. better than me most most weeks. Yeah, right. I suck at that. Was, <laughs> it's I'm it awful is, at it. It is tough. Um, it's stressful. But uh, wrapping up is tough as well. Seeing you <laughs> saying goodbye to all you <laughs>
2: lovely people. Uh, Follow us on social.
3: Yeah. Uh polarized pod on Twitch. We're streaming live. If you ever want to join join us there, it's uh, twitch.tv/slash polarized pod. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter we're the uh, same thing, polarized pod ah uh, polarize the pod at gmail.com. if you want to send us anything there as well, uh, yeah. subscribe, like, rate all that good stuff on Apple podcasts yeah. and uh, do it do it you do it Automated. and uh, join us next week for uh, the mystery mystery yeah show. I love it. i love i love uh, I love the mystery. Thank you again. We'll see you next time. Bye spooky. Spooky bye. <laughs>